viewers, once again, you're on to the Tradness series with Christopher Nando Honora. And I'll begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'll say a um, compliment of the season. It's uh, another Sunday in another broadcast. And I say thank you all. I'm trying to see if I can get one or two more um, to join the broadcast. Okay, and also to see if I can go live on um, and other networks. Okay, um, this week uh, I'm talking on the topic, uh, Katina, who is she? We are within the period where we need to pay homage to our Blessed Mother. And I know a lot of Catholics already understand this topic, but there are more who do not really understand. And also to our Protestant brethren out there who are watching this program and you want to learn to understand about our Blessed Mother and why we pay her the honor we do and why we honor her and why we call upon her, upon her intercession for us. Why we call upon her to intercede to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on our behalf just a little insight, especially within this period we are in the season, the season of Advent, the season of Christmas, the season that a lot is at stake and um, God is somehow being pushed to the background. The season that we need to pray fervently and of course, our Blessed Mother, our Lord has given us an avenue to reach to him, an easy avenue, calling upon our Blessed Mother and using the Holy Rosary. Okay, so um, I'll begin with her. As usual, with her, an invocation to St. Michael the Archangel. In nomine Patri, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancti Michael Archangeli, defendent nos in Provelio, contra nequitiam et insidias, diaboli esto presidium, imperet illideus supplices deprecamo. Tuque princes militiae celestis, satanam aliosque spiritus malius, qui ad perdicionem animarum pervagantu imundo, divina veritute in infernum de trude. Amen. 
Parte Nostra, Quies in Celis, Sanctificia tu Nomen Tum, Adveniat Renum Tum, Fiat Voluntas Tua, Sicut in Cello et in Terra, Panem Nostrum Cotidianum Danobis Hodie, Et Dimite Nobis Debite Nostra, Sicut et Nos Dimitimus Debitoribus Nostris, Et ne nos inducas in tetasionem, sed libera nos a malo. Ave Maria, gratia plena. Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mate Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Nomine Patri, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. I'll begin um, lesser go on the insights and uh, look at this. Um, okay, let's connect here. Here, we are here, we are going to look on the, the mystery of her existence. This blessed woman, our blessed mother. So we are going to be looking at the mystery of her existence. Now we all know um, from the mystical city of God. This is an excerpt of Mary, a blessed mother from the mystical city of God. It says that Mary was created and ordained in God's divine will. She was mystically hidden in the heart of God for her glory to manifest after the restoration of mankind. When God was cursing the serpent, he says, I will put enmity between you and the woman. That's Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. This means the woman is already in existence. So from here, we can see that we are clearly being told right from here that our mother has already been in existence. I'll create enmity between you and the woman. This promise set the serpent under the fire of confusion because the serpent believed that after the fall and disobedience of Eve, he, the serpent, has defeated the woman, as was discussed in heaven, about a great woman. Mysteriously hidden in God's mind that will rule. Now, God continued to hide this august queen from the eyes of the serpent. Yes. For in Genesis 3.15, her name was the woman. The woman. In Isaiah 7.14, her name was a virgin. For those who are doubting her virginity. In Revelation 12. One, her name was, again, a woman in labor. 
King Solomon was amazed and forced to ask. He asked that question. He says, who is she that comes forth like morning rising, fair as the moon, bright as the sun, and terrible as an army set in battle array? But Christ himself, our Lord, revealed to us the great woman. He revealed to us who this great woman is in John chapter 2 right from the wedding in Canaan, by calling her again, once again, woman. And finally, at the foot of the cross, when he handed her over to the beloved apostle John, he once again, at this point, called her woman. So, let's look at this, uh, at this place now. The word woman, especially, this is the argument um, a lot of our separated brethren have concerning the virgin, our virgin mother. They normally ask why, but our Lord referred to her as woman, you know, which means our Lord just saw her like every other woman. That is what they tell you, like some, like, them going to the extent of telling you that she is just an envelope, a vessel, you know. So, but we can see from these passages of the scriptures that she was referred to as the woman right from Genesis. Right from Genesis, she was referred to as the woman a woman will conceive and bear a child. Isaiah, so she has been known as the woman, as the virgin who will conceive and bear a, a child, a son, a son that will rule with an iron rod. Revelation. So here we are with this wonderful woman. Now, if you, if we look from right from the scriptures at the foot of the cross when our lord handed her over to his beloved apostle john at that point our lord was handing her over to us for her to be our mother not just you know john's mother he was not just handing her over to john but to us the rest of her offsprings as revelation says So we can see for our separated brethren who misunderstand the use of that word woman. The word woman is used right from Genesis to let us know that this person is in hiding. So Christ had to maintain that word because the word has been used right from Genesis to describe the Blessed Virgin and onto Revelation to describe the Blessed Virgin because the word woman has been used consistently. That is why our Lord at the foot of the cross or even at the wedding in Canaan has to use the same word, woman. She, he addressed her as woman. Now, let us begin to wonder, you as, can you address, can you just ordinarily address your mother as woman? 
Of course, you consider that to be disrespectful, but because, because the scripture has to be for, uh, fulfilled and our Lord had to maintain the words and the scriptures for us to know that that word woman is referring to her blessed mother, our Lord had to refer to her also as that word woman. So that is why at the wedding in Canaan, he said woman. And remember that even after saying woman, even when it was not yet his time to start performing miracles, he still told the apostle, you know, the, 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 our blessed mother, knowing the heart of the son and knowing that the son will listen to her, told the apostles, the disciples, do whatever he tells you. What does that say? Very simple. It's simply letting us know that our blessed mother has been highly favored. She has that favor. And that is why we call upon her. That is why she is an easy avenue for us to use to reach to God. Because she has been so highly favored. Remember, let's read on for us to understand. Because we see in that word it says that full Let's um let's go back to okay. Hold on. Let's go on. Okay, so okay, now let's read from uh, the visitation. When the angel visited our blessed uh, mother, that's uh, the gospel of Luke. Say, and the angel being come in, I'm reading from the Dewey Rains Bible. Yes, um, which is a traditional version, a traditional Bible version for us Catholics. And the angel being come in said unto her, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, who having heard was troubled, and Mary having heard was troubled at his saying, and thought with herself what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found grace with God. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of David, his father. And he shall reign in the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. And Mary said to the angel, how shall this be done? Because I know not man. And the angel answering said to her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the Most High shall overshadow thee. 
And therefore also the holy which shall be born of thee shall be called the son of God. Okay. I continue and um, before I continue, let's go back and look at the word here it says, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found grace with God. For thou hast found grace with God. Remember the angel's first word to her. Hail Mary, full of grace. Full of grace. Let's put that word. Let's look at that word. Full of grace. I continue from here. And it says that uh, from uh, verse 139. And Mary, rising up in those days, went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah. And she entered into the house of Zachary and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the infant leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Now Elizabeth was also pregnant. Elizabeth was pregnant, about six months pregnant before uh, that of our blessed mother. So the baby in Elizabeth's womb left for joy. That is John the Baptist. He left for joy as soon as our blessed mother appeared. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, this is Elizabeth speaking, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. I repeat here again, this is Elizabeth's own words. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Now Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. So Elizabeth could not have known this except that the Spirit led her to know that our Blessed Mother was full of grace and that she is indeed blessed. Listen to the words here Elizabeth used, the same greeting for our Blessed Mother and for our Blessed Lord in the womb. Elizabeth used the same greeting. Listen to that. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. See that? And hence, I continue, and hence is, this, hence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me. Listen again, this is Elizabeth speaking. And hence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me. For behold, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the infant in my womb leapt for joy. Hear that? And blessed art thou that hast believed, because those things shall be accomplished that were spoken to thee by the Lord. You see, this is all prophecy coming to pass. To understand why we hold our blessed mother so dearly. Because she is blessed. She is full of grace. If we understand what it means to say one is full of grace, in this, on this earth she is 
the only one that is full of grace. She was the only one full of grace when she was on this earth. So think about that. What that means. And Mary said, and Mary now, Mary continues. Mary now gives a prophecy. This is now a prophecy coming. Remember, Mary is already full of grace. She is filled with the Holy Ghost because she has already conceived of the Holy Ghost. So right now, this is the Holy Ghost speaking through Mary. And my, she said, and Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord and my spirit had rejoiced in God my Savior because he had regarded the humility of his handmaid. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. Listen to that part again. Because he had regarded the humility of his handmaid. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. Blessed according to um, uh, New English, but the Old English says blessed. So look at that. So you can see their faithful Catholics and um, our separated brethren that this is a prophecy. It is not from us Catholics. Mm -mm. We did not bring this up on our own this is a prophecy that henceforth all generations shall call her blessed that she will be honored by all generations it's not our making but the lord's and so that is why the church honors her. It's a, pre it's a prediction. So that's why the church honors her. So our separated brethren, I say once again, examine fully. And um, if you don't consider this prophecy, then I don't know what else you should be considering. That's a prophecy, direct prophecy. So if you choose not to believe that and you choose not to accept it, well, it still doesn't change anything. She is our mother, and by chance, she is your mother as well, even though you don't accept her. She is. I continue with our mother's prophecy. Because he that is mighty had done great things to me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is from generation unto generations, to them that fear him. He had showed might in his arm. He had scattered the proud in the conceit of their hearts. He had pulled down the mighty from their seat and had exalted the humble. He had filled the hungry with good things and the rich he had sent empty away. He had received Israel, his servants, being mindful of his mercy. As he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever, So that's uh, a direct prophecy there. A direct prophecy. So 
their faithful Catholics, those who are in doubt and um, are separated brethren. This is an honor given to her by our Lord himself. This is a woman that was prepared from time, that was prepared right from Genesis, right from Genesis, Genesis 3.15. I will create enmity between you and the woman, between her offspring and yours. She shall crush your head and you will in turn bite her heels. It's there. And um, finally, continuing on the, this uh, message here on this path, let's look at these words from our Lord. Christ speaks. He says, um, you cannot claim to love me. This is our Lord speaking. Our Lord says, you cannot claim to love me and hate my holy mother. You actually hate me. Every day I hear you shout and cover yourselves with my most precious blood. Yet you kick against same blood. Is that not funny? For the blood that was shed for your salvation and protection was the blood freely and lovingly given to me by my holy mother. Oh, if only you knew who she is, if only you understood the indispensable role she plays every day in your life. How has the devil known how to blind you? Man, what crime has my mother committed that you hate her this much? Prepare to answer this question on the day of judgment. This is Jesus speaking at the Guardian of Grace. This is a December 20, uh, uh, December 2020 prophecy. Now, a look at this particular message here. Look at those words. Those words are the, that our Lord said. The blood, this is the funny part, you know, especially for some Catholics and for our separated brethren, our you know, Protestant brethren. Every single day we call upon the name that the, the blood of our Lord, the precious blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We call upon the blood, we proclaim blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. We proclaim, cover us with your precious blood, O Lord. Have we asked that question? Where did that blood come from? Have we? Our Lord in this message explains it. That blood is a blood gotten from his mother. Yes. 
our Lord, for all we know, is spirit. He is not human. But for God to come as man, to come as human on earth, he needed human flesh. He needed human blood for him to come as man on earth. Yes, as God, he is omnipotent. He can just equal, he just, of course, God could have, because I know you asked the question that God can do, he, it's not, God could have decided to just, you know, you know, with a twinkle of an eye, appear on earth as man, looking like us. Yes, he can do that. But that will not justify our Lord's suffering on the cross. He wanted to come as man, completely as man, completely like us, exactly like us. He wanted to be 100% man as well as being 100% God. So to do that, he had to take human flesh. He had to take human blood and know also that for him to do that, he had to prepare because him being God, God is holy and everything, God is holy. And because God is holy, his dwelling place also must be holy. Because as human, we are contaminated. And because we are contaminated as human, God cannot come on earth as human. In order for God to come on earth, as human, he had to come through. He had to come through human, through uh, 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 human as well. So he had to come through a human. He had to be born like every other human being is, is born. Yes, he had to come through the womb of a woman, and so he chose the womb of the Blessed Virgin, and she was prepared from time. And that is why the blood we pro proclaim today, the blood of Jesus we proclaim today is none other than the blood of Mary. Believe it or not, accept it or not, that is the fact. That is the truth. So when we shout blood of Jesus, we are actually shouting blood of Mary. Yes. She gave him blood. She gave him flesh. So think about that, dear fellow Catholics, dear separated brethren, our Protestant brethren. Think about that. Think about it. So if you think this woman, if you think this woman, our blessed mother, if you think she is just an envelope like you, call her, or you think she is just an, a, a, a vessel that our Lord needed just to come to, to, to earth. If you think that's all she is, then let this sink in. For whenever you proclaim the blood of Jesus, you are actually, actually pro proclaiming the blood of Mary. So the two are inseparable. Our Lord Jesus Christ and our blessed mother Mary are inseparable. You cannot separate the two. So you should understand why as Catholics, 
We pray to our blessed mother. We call upon her intercession to her divine son. And as humans, you know, of course, that the prayer you make, you know, as of, of course, that your mother is always so dear to you. As humans, our mother, our mother's appearance are dear to us. Of course, and we know that people can gain favors from us through our parents, especially through our mother. The bond is so strong. We know that. So think again. When you hear us Catholics, pray the Hail Mary, which is a prayer right from the Bible. We've read it right from Luke, the Gospel of Luke. You can see the combinations where we got the prayer, the Hail Mary prayer from. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Jesus, this is the angel salutation to our blessed mother, a message of the angel, which means this message came directly from God. So God was the first person to honor our blessed mother. So who are we humans, therefore, not to honor her? Who are we? Then the concluding part we see, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. So we are now employing her, being the mother of our blessed Lord, to pray for us, to intercede on our behalf to our, to, you know, to her dear son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Of whose intercession was the first miracle our Lord performed, the wedding at Cana. His first public miracle was at the insistence of our blessed mother. Think about that. Then if you are in doubt about the power of the blessed rosary, about the power of our devotion to our blessed mother, if you are in doubt about the goodness, about the authenticity of it, then think and think again. Now, um, our, uh, we have uh, the blessed, the miraculous medal. The miraculous medal here, I'll show you one here. This is a medal we wear as Catholics. This medal, this, um, this medal here, um, if you can see it clearly right here, I don't know if it's blinking. Yeah, I'll, I'll, this is it here. This is a big one, actually. This is a big one. This is like more like um, a key holder. So um, now this middle, the devil is not asleep. So the devil has been walking tirelessly to destroy our devotion to our blessed mother. So because of that, the devil has produced his own medal. But first and foremost, let us go to the history of this miraculous medal. Let's go to the history of the miraculous medal and why it is. No. Hold on, let me open up our. Okay. So let's look at the history of the blessed, of the miraculous medal. So this is the miraculous medal, as you can see here, the front and the back. 
Okay, let's look at the origin. So the middle of the Immaculate Conception, commonly called the Miraculous Middle, was manifested to sister, now St. Catherine Labor, a spiritual daughter of St. Louis de Marillac and St. Vincent de Paul. This took place in the chapel of the Mother House of the Daughters of Charity in France. Sister Catherine, during her novitiate days, received extraordinary favors from God, such as visions of the heart of St. Vincent and manifestations of our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. In 1830, she was blessed with the apparitions of Mary Immaculate, to which we owe the miraculous medal. Sister Catherine's description of the apparition of Our Lady on November 27, 1830, makes it clear that the middle originated with the mother of God herself. Her feet rested on a white globe. I saw rings on her fingers. Each ring was set with germs. The larger gems emitted greater rays and the smaller gems, smaller ray. I could not express what I saw, the beauty and the brilliance of the dazzling rays. Catherine had an interior voice. These rays symbolize the graces I shed upon those who ask for them. The gems from which rays do not fall are the graces for which souls forget to ask. An oval frame formed around the Blessed Virgin and within it in letters of gold, Catherine read the words, O oh, Mary, conceived without sin, pray for us who have recourse to you. The voice spoke again. Have a medal struck after this model. All who wear it will receive great graces. They should wear it around the neck. Graces will abound for persons who wear it with confidence. Catherine continued. The tableau seemed to turn and I beheld the reverse of the medal. A large M surmounted by a bar and a cross. Beneath the M were the hearts of Jesus and Mary the one crowned with thorns, the other pierced with a sword. The front of the medal represents Mary standing on the earth, her foot crushing the head of a serpent and her hands outstretched to all who ask her assistance. The prayer encircling her contains one of her most precious titles. O Mary conceived without sin, Pray for us who have recourse to you. The rays of light from our hands symbolize the graces which she is only too eager to bestow upon those who wear the medal and pray to her. The medal was made according to Our Lady's design. It was freely circulated and in a short time was worn by millions. In its wake followed innumerable wonders. Health was restored. Sickness banished, bad habits broken, special graces given, dangers averted, blessings bestowed until the little medal of the Immaculate Conception became known by the name it bears today, the Miraculous Medal. Okay, now um, let's look at the medal here again. We can see the medal here. 
the front and the back. We can see the big M talked about. We can see the cross here. And then we can see the two hearts. The heart pierced, the burning heart, our Lord, the sacred heart here with a flame and the immaculate heart of our blessed mother pierced with a sword. And then the 12 stars. The 12 stars are here, right here. So this is the original medal. We have the fake ones. We have the fake ones. The fake ones, I'm trying to see if I can lay hold of the fake one. The fake one does not have, the fake one does not have um, the two sacred hearts the way it is here. The fake one, if if you look at the, your middle, if the middle you have does not look exactly like this, like this one here, know that it is fake. I had the fake one here to actually show you what it looks like, but um, I tried seeing if I can pull it up, but I don't think I can pull it up right now where it is. But um, I promise in uh, my, our next episode, I'll be able to lay hold of the fake one, how it looks like, and then pull it up. But it's actually on the internet. If you just Google the fake miraculous medal, I think it will, it will come up. If you go to Google Images and check on the fake miraculous medal, it will actually come up and um, you'll be able to identify the fake one. But all the same, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up on, on my next uh, broadcast, the fake miraculous medal. So please let's um let's be very careful when we are getting our blessed objects, our sacramentals. The miraculous medal, as you've seen from the, the reading uh, from the message there, the history of the medal comes with its own blessings. It comes with you know it, it, its own benefits by wearing it. All consecrated all consecrated devotees, all those that are consecrated to our Blessed Mother, if you have done your total consecration, the 31-day program, total consecration, we, are all, we all wear the Miraculous Medal. We wear the scapula and the Miraculous Medal. So, endeavor at this point in time, dear faithful Catholics, if you are yet to be consecrated, to a uh, to a blessed mother you can make inquiries the consecration happens after a 31 day novena and um is done with a mass during the feast of our blessed mother you can be the feast of annunciation or the feast of immaculate conception inner of the solemnities so please try to be consecrated and 
Remember, the rosary is a powerful weapon. The rosary is a powerful weapon. Pray your rosary daily, dear faithful Catholics. At this point in time, we are in a battle. We are in a battle. And this battle can only be fought with one weapon. That weapon is this. This is the sword for the battle. This is the sword for the battle. Try it and see the difference. Until I come your way again, dear Catholics, I say may God bless us all. And please kindly remember to, um, don't forget to subscribe on our various platforms and uh, you can contact us. And please kindly sign up on our website, ChrisNet TV. Sign up on our social website, ChrisNet TV. There you can post your blogs. You can uh, follow other members, upload your contents, your pictures, your images, your videos. And so sign up, chrisnettv.com, www.chrisnettv.com. So please kindly sign up. And um, it's a new um, site. This is a new site, so please invite your friends. And as time goes on, like I said, we'll be posting more contents on that platform, more contents that we might not be able to post on other public or social media platforms due, due to some restrictions. So as time goes on, we'll be doing that there. So please kindly sign up. And also don't forget to follow us on our various platforms. We are on Parler, follow us uh, on Rumble. We are on MeWe. Also don't forget Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We are still there, so please kindly subscribe or follow us. May God bless you all. Precious blood of Jesus Christ, save us and the whole world. Amen. In nomine Patri, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.